It's another night at the Fireside Pub. Grab a seat, open a tab, and join us. Brad. Yep. I know that this is usually like a fun, happy-go-lucky, jokey joke time show. Typically, yes. But I'd like to sit here and I'd like to, uh, you know, talk about something a little serious. Oh, God. Okay. Um, and I would like to get on this drinking podcast and tell you all that I have a problem. Hi, my name is Jacob, and I'm a Halo-holic. Or I, that didn't sound right coming off the tongue. Halo-holic? I can't stop playing Halo, Brad. Really? Every night up to like 3.30 in the morning. It's a damn good game. It's a damn fine video game. Like... I finished all my weekly challenges for the first time in any video game. I went through all of them. Damn. Yeah. That's a, that takes a while. It resets today. I'm excited. Now I have a new batch of weekly challenges. How many, how many hours have you clocked in that so far? That's a good question. I wonder if I can figure that out. You think if I go look at the Xbox app, it'll tell me? Oh, maybe. Hmm. How about you? How many hours have you clocked? Uh, eight? Nine? I want to oh, say. God. I'm probably way above that. I would assume so, yeah. Um, like, I, I play it every now and again. I get a game, like, I spend 15, 20 minutes, I get a game or two in, and then I have to go back to what I was doing. Stats. Oh, boom, I love that Xbox does this. That stats. My total played is one day, 16 hours, and 21 minutes. So you're sitting at 40 hours. Yeah, about that. No, but yeah, yeah. yeah. 24 plus 16, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 you're right, yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's just on multiplayer. Single player hasn't even released yet. It's true. It comes out uh, a few days, tomorrow. right? Tomorrow. Oh, shit. That's 1 p.m. tomorrow. Oh, I hate What happened to midnight launches? Uh, people realize that nobody fucking likes them. No, they're just doing global launch times now. Yeah. To quote Logan Roy, fuck off. It's one of those things where I feel like it's gone the way of Black Friday shopping. When there's mm-hmm. one, once a period of time where we all like standing outside and fucking shitty weather. To we never like liked it. We just liked the $80 TV we got at the end I of it. I mean, I have some, some people like it. I, I did it one year. That was kind of fun. But there are the other years. I was like, yeah, no, I, could, I don't need to do this again. Mm. Um, it's all about the company you keep, really. That's true. But even then, you, you all just get miserable after a while. And, like, the thing with, you know, midnight release for video games in the era of physical media. And see, I'm not, I'm not even, like, saying, like, you know, the whole... Go to a GameStop and buy Halo thing. Bring your tent, motherfucker. You right, gotta, no. You gotta I'm, set up. I'm not saying that thing. I'm just saying, like, you know, even when we moved back to, like, digital games, like, shit still came out at midnight your time, usually. hmm Like, what the fuck? I mean, I, I'm not playing a game at midnight anyway, so you can release it whenever you damn well please. Just give me the option to preload it, and I'll be happy. They're not even giving you that, unless it's literally just going to be like a patch for Infinite. I have no, I have no clue, because we all have the game installed now. I yeah, just I assume it'll just be a patch. be a fat-ass patch, but it'll be it'll a patch. It'll be a fat-ass patch. I wonder if it's already in there, you think? Probably. And they just have the little window that pops up when you try to click into it? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, Master Chief's like, come back on the 8th, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> We're not ready yet. Apparently, this is one of the longest ones so far. A lot of people are, are like... Loving it. Yeah, consensus is that, like, if you go for 100%, you're looking at about 30 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you kind of just do bare bones, like, 30, 40% completions, like, 10 to 15. I've heard some comparisons to Breath of the Wild. Ooh. 
in terms of the freedom of what you can do. That's exciting. I watched someone like gravity hammer a fucking um, what's it called? Warthog, and then grapple to it, and then launch themselves across the map. That's awesome. And that reminds me of when people were making like fucking flying machines in Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. We're all ready for Halo, folks. To I think so, yeah. To come out. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been loving it. Obviously, I've been playing. I played it for forty hours at this point, without even touching the single player. But I am ready for something else in that game. <laughs> like Fiesta came and went, and then we were right back to the playlists again. And I'm like. You don't realize how much you miss something like Fiesta until it's gone, where it's like, I just want to play Slayer, man. Yeah. Just I mean, don't get me wrong. The randomized weapons wasn't ideal, but still, it's like, I just want to... I basically want Slayer 24-7, mm-hmm. whatever Call of Duty used to do back when they would, like, do the little Nuketown events. Those were pretty fun. Those were pretty fun. It was fun to get the different modes just on Nuketown. Although we need a goddamn map or two. Like, there's only, what, four maps in the game? Four or five. I mean, there's. I think there's like three big team battle maps, mm-hmm. and then there's like four or five regular maps. So probably about like seven, eight. Yeah, it feels like a real small rotation. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think we need a ton, but I think combine that with the fact that I can't even pick my game mode, and I'm, you know, I got a shitty game mode on a map I, I don't particularly want to play right now, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And the word of the day at three four three industries is it's coming. Oh, dude. Everything's coming. New progression system, coming. The the fucking, what's it called? Co-op at, uh, in campaign, coming. Yeah. Replaying campaign missions, it's coming. Not a launch, it's coming, though. Uh, it makes me wonder what game we would have gotten a year ago. Oh, my God, it would have absolutely been... Like, it would, couldn't have been a game a year ago. Like, if, if this much stuff is missing out of the... Well, now, that leads me to wonder if they just basically started over from scratch, at least with the multiplayer stuff. You think they just started over from scratch on this? I mean, I think they're... I think something changed. I think it was mainly due to that battle pass. Like, something happened in a born room meeting somewhere where some executive was like, this is bullshit, we're not going to make any money off this battle pass, you guys need to go back to the drawing board and fix this. And they're like, we're launching in like three... When did they delay it? Like three months out of of launch? Uh, It might have been like a month before launch. Yeah, they're like, we're going out in a month like what do you mean we have to fix this and they went out and fixed the battle pass and I feel like something went wrong along the way and see I I wonder on that too because I mean even the decision to go free to play I feel like wasn't really announced until like E3 last year yeah something tells me that that was tacked on as part of the battle pass thing we're like see but that's honestly them just doing the multiplayer is free to play is so fucking smart to me the mm-hmm. player base is going to be so much bigger yeah. than it ever would have been if you had to either pay $60 for the game or um just have game pass you know what i mean yeah and if they had this monetization system in a $60 game it would have been like the mo- reason some see, people see. I still I don't even think the monetization system is that bad. I'll I, be honest with you. It's the worst I've ever seen. No, 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 no. Come on, buddy. You got to play Call of Duty. Have you? You, you got to play Warzone, dude. Warzone you, is bad. Like fifteen. Even, bucks. even just every every fucking like Call of Duty game is really bad because. So this was the most absurd thing last year. Every game that they had mm. had a different battle pass. Of course. Warzone had a battle pass itself that you had to spend $10 on. Then Black Ops Cold War had a battle pass you had to spend $10 on. Then, in all that, they're selling all these packs that have, like, skins and better weapons, like weapon blueprints that give you 
legitimately stronger and better weapons, mm-hmm. which I think is way more fucked up than just being able to buy an armor set in fucking Halo. Oh, true. Like, I, I totally agree that, like, microtransactions in general should be relegated and, to cosmetics. And it's priced pretty similarly to every other game. Like, a skin is, like, $10, which is, like, the same as Fortnite, which is the same as... Dude, colors are, like, 8 bucks. I gotta pay 8 bucks for the color blue, motherfucker. This is Halo, RVB. Mm. I shouldn't be paying eight bucks for the goddamn color blue. I feel like I have the color access to the color blue without having to have paid for it. I mean, if you have bought the battle pass, then you might have unlocked a color of blue, depending on the. I feel like I have pretty much every color under the rainbow, except for maybe the special, the special like uh, color schemes. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I'll I'll give them credit. They've got some pretty nice looking like armor sets, and like mm. they've got really ni- if they just didn't price it so ridiculously, I feel like it would have. But he, I mean, other than like the color palette stuff, which if it is, if that is true, if it is like eight dollars, I wish I could launch into the the uh, streaming version of it to go check the store, but I can't because I don't have a phone controller. But um, yeah, hey, they're making a DualShock phone controller. That was a rumor going around for a while. And you can do that right now. You can just Bluetooth them to your phone. Yeah, no. All you would need is a mount. They want their. They want the little. I don't know why anybody wants that, but like. What? I, I literally like you know those fucking. So it's just like a dual shock that has like a little fucking elastic band in the middle of it s- instead of a touch bar. You slick your phone right in there and. I don't even get why though. It's like not play- PlayStation to do phone streaming stuff, do they? You got me. I the only reason why I've ever thought about buying one is honestly since Halo came out, because I'm like I just want to play Halo all the fucking time. Oh, uh, I mean, and the streaming is actually surprisingly not like the Xbox streaming stuff is not bad. Really? Yeah. I've tried it. I, I I mainly tried it on my PC just because mm-hmm. I was like curious because they have like literal like 360 and original Xbox games in there. So I was like, let's try out Skate Three, which is a pretty like you know input heavy game. Heavy game. So it seemed like a good test, and I didn't really notice much of a delay if there was one. I was fucking up more often than usual, but I I don't know if that's just because I haven't played Skate Three in a long time or not. Yeah. I would need to like do a side by side comparison of playing it on Xbox natively versus the stream versus the stream. But you know, for something that's just included with Game Pass Ultimate, I can't really complain. Yeah, not a bad deal. No, I mean, like the fact that Halo's free to play, it means that like there's a good chunk of the population that even if the monetization system's not great, they don't give a shit because the game's free. Yeah, because they have had zero upfront cost. I mean, even I mostly don't give a shit because. Other than my subscription to Game Pass, I have no upfront costs. Other than I also did buy the Battle Pass, but that was like ten dollars, mm-hmm. which I didn't feel bad about spending on it. I especially don't feel bad about it now because I've been playing it for so fucking long. Yeah, that I guess it, I guess it more comes down to like how much you really give a shit about Halo armor. Because mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, like I really wonder where this game's going to be like in a year. Because the the thing that like Fortnite and Call of Duty have is that everyone's just, like, a dude, so you can put literally whatever you want on them. This is all, like, very, like, tied to just looking like Master Chief, basically. Yeah, you're you're a Spartan. You're a Spartan. So it's, like, you can't have fun skins. Like, I can't be Spider-Man in a year. I can maybe buy a Spider-Man color scheme, Mm -hmm. but Spider-Man is never going to be in Halo. Unless they really change course with Halo. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, the most they've ever deviated from that was you got to play as an elite in, what was that, Halo 2? Halo? I think so, yeah. Um, yeah, so unless I can, like, fucking pay $10 and be the Arbiter or something. Like, yeah, which, hey, I'd be down for that. 
I would maybe pay ten dollars to be the arbiter, yeah. Or Sergeant Johnson. Oh, dude, I Sergeant Johnson's still alive in no, the canon. He's dead as fuck. Damn. Three four three killed him. The orb, not the in, company. And which one? Uh, that was three, I think. He died in three? I think so, yeah. No, he's at the end of three. He makes that speech like eulogizing chief. Well, to the pop- arbiter. I'm like 90% sure he No, he's definitely three. alive at the end of three. Hold on. He might have died in four or five. I'll go- I, it feels older than that. Sergeant Johnson. I want him as an announcer. Can I just say that? Like, No, I love the Halo announcer. Slayer. Yeah, he's pretty good. I yeah. Well, let's put him as a suit AI. See, that's... My issue, honestly, is that my suit AI talks more than the announcer does. He, They talk a lot, which is not a... I wish, I wish, honestly, I could just have the announcer as my suit AI. Because I would rather him talk to me the whole time. Yeah, he was... Ultimately, Johnson was killed in an attempt to prematurely activate a replacement Halo by 343 Guilty Spark. And that was in 3? Um, 343 Guilty Spark was, uh, was Halo 3, right? That might be four, dude. Because, like I said, I remember him being at the end of three talking to the Arbiter no, about uh, Chief being dead. Three four three was not in. Yeah, uh, Halo three. Who the fuck's talking to Arbiter at the end of three then? Because you know what I'm talking about, right? Like in the final cutscene. Oh, off the top of my head, I do not remember. Like in the like you do the whole thing where you blow up something, and they I think at the Halo, and mm-hmm. they think that Chief is dead, and then he's just like in an escape pod with Cortana. Yeah. But before that, there's, like, the statue of Chief that they've erected, and someone's talking to the Arbiter about it. Or something like that. Some alien. I can't remember. I, probably the Arbiter, if I had to remember. Yeah, that would be... It was, it's either the Arbiter or... Um, I don't remember his name. The, the head, Sangeli. Yeah. So, that definitely happened. But I can't remember who was talking to who. I mean, it could have been... I don't know, it could have been... I, I, I don't remember the scene whatsoever. And I'm not familiar enough on Halo side characters to be like, oh, yeah, it's, it was definitely this person. Right, but um, I remember being Sergeant Johnson. No, he he got a whole he shot through him. Yeah. See, now that you say that, that does ring a bell. I feel like I'm getting Mandela affected right <laughs> now. Dude, I Mandela affected myself. You want to hear about this? Yeah, how so? You know that game Riders Republic? Nope. It's uh, it's a Ubisoft game. It's kind of like steep, but it has more things than just snow shit. <laughs> okay. Um, good pitch. They kept like showing it at like E3 and stuff. I'm surprised you didn't see it. I probably did, but much like steep, I don't imagine it made much of an impression on me. <laughs> I like our extreme sports games. Okay. We don't get too many of them anymore. So it's true. I like to try them out They're at least. They're dying breed. But it was thirty dollars on on Black Friday. Okay. So I was like, I'll pick it up. You know what I mean? It'll be like a fun little podcast game. I could listen to podcasts and just fuck around with this. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I was like, there are fucking dirt bikes in this game. And I was like, when the hell do I unlock the dirt bikes? And then I Googled it. And I found a Reddit thread about, like, do you think there will be dirt bikes in the game? Like, this was, like, before launch. And I'm like, I could have fucking swore I saw dirt bikes at E3. Like, I feel like I'm going nuts. But apparently there's only bicycles in the game. So. Huh. Maybe you just saw a, a really big bicycle and go, that's a fucking dirt bike. Maybe. There's a bicycle with rocket thrusters on it. Maybe I thought that was a dirt bike. I feel like at that point, you're basically a dirt bike. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, you're almost there. So, But yeah, like I was like sitting there. I was like, when the hell do I unlock the dirt bikes? I already have the jetpack thing. When do I unlock the dirt bikes? Let Ubisoft make an Iron Man game, honestly. Yeah. Because the rocket like pack thing you have feels so good. And I'm like, if I just could just shoot things, I'd be Iron Man. That would be the most... 
strange sharing of tech across genres that have ever existed in video games. So we're going to take... No, that happens the, all the time with Ubisoft games. I, I believe like. it. Uh, it's just, in my head, it's so weird. Like, we're going to make an Iron Man game, full superhero genre, and we're going to pull tech from our extreme sports game no. <laughs> for its jetpack uh, controls. Well, I feel like it used to be like that with... Uh, they own the Driver franchise, and they own the, the studio that made Driver. Really? Reflections. Yeah, Ubisoft bought them. So I feel like usually you see the Reflections team on like a game with driving, like a Wildlands or mm -hmm. Watchdogs. Usually they're the ones doing the driving, which is crazy that the driving sucks so fucking bad in most of those games. The only time I've ever found the driving in an Ubisoft game to feel satisfying is when you rode dirt bikes in Wildlands. Because mm -hmm. you could just fucking do sick drifts in those things. My big beard man was just fucking careening around the, the curve. It was great stuff. I don't think I ever played Wildlands. Ubisoft games, I almost never play. Like, I always pick them up when they're on sale. And they go on sale pretty often. Or if I'm bored. Mm -hmm. Like, Far Cry, like, Far Cry is usually, like, after, like, the third one, and the f I think I bought the fourth one on launch. I don't buy Ubisoft. I don't buy Far Cry's at full price. I usually wait for a sale. Mm -hmm. And uh, for some reason, I was just bored, so I bought five. And, uh, yeah, I regret it. <laughs> Especially, yeah, I really regret it because every game I bought in the last couple like months was all on sale half off on Black Friday. I was so fucking pissed. Yep. That's the way it goes. Literally at Target, it was like in a row. It was like it was mocking me. It was like Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> Far Cry, Deathloop. I was like, really? You're going to just fuck me like that? I haven't bought a game in a good minute. Honestly, I don't know why I keep buying games. Like I have Game Pass. There's so much on there that I don't touch mm -hmm. that I feel like I should be touching. I want to play Flight Sim, but it's so big. Yeah, my brother bought a flight stick a while back to play like Flight Sim and a bunch of the other flight uh, games. The only time I've ever been tempted to buy a flight stick was when I was playing, uh, I was about to say Rogue Squadron, but Star Wars Squadrons mm -hmm. in VR. I was like, I need a flight stick for this. Dude, I've been fucking with VR. I texted you about this the other no. day. Um, I bought a Quest because... Quest 2 or just Quest 1? Quest 2. Um... I almost bought one at Target. Yeah, I did it at Target because I'm like, well, you know, $50 gift card. I get a discount, whatever. Let's yeah. do it. Um, and I always buy myself a gift at the end of each semester, provided I didn't do fucking terribly. And I did really well this semester. So I'm like, I want a good fucking gift for myself. I'm buying a Quest. Yeah. Did you get the link cable too? No, I only bought I only bought the Quest. I haven't bought anything else yet. Um, the, link the, the link cable is ridiculously priced. Like it was, it, it was a good reminder of when cables used to be overpriced <laughs> for things. Wow, it's eighty dollars. Wow. Holy it. shit! And that's just the cable, so that way you can do the PC VR on the Quest. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't it's think a USB-C fucking cable. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't need to be eighty bucks, and I don't even think I'm ever going to use it on like, PC. No, I, oh. I like wireless is the way to go, man. Bro, you got to play Alex. Yeah, yeah. I've only played Super Hot and uh, Beat Saber so far. Yeah. Um, two great fucking experiences. My two favorite VR experience. Super hot. Sneaky, one of my favorite games ever in VR. Yeah. Like or like, I liked regular super hot, but super hot VR is on another fucking level, dude. If you ever want to feel like Neo from the Matrix, bro. It's 100% exactly what you feel like. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't remember grinning like an idiot like this since I was a little kid playing like fucking Halo. Halo 1 for the first time. It's so funny, too, because those are, like, my first two VR games. And I was like, both of these games get you sweating like a whore in church, bro. <laughs> like, by the, by the end of, like, an intense level in Super Hot, I was like, 
bro, I'm dying. Mm -hmm. And my lenses are all fogged up. I can barely see anything, but I'm still fucking going for the kills. Also, a little annoying, but I love it at the same time. Throwing shit in that game mm -hmm. is such a pain in the ass. Yeah. But when you can fucking nail it, it feels so good. Yeah. I, I have I have a lot of trouble with the throwing. Uh, but with especially with like some of the uh, like the the wave modes like the endless stuff mm. um you kind of get a sense for when they come out and how fast they move so you, like with enough practice you can kind of do it without like focusing too hard it's it's great nothing's better in that game than blocking bullets with your stuff it's it's awesome bro i did like one level and it starts you with like two hammers next to you and i went i'm going full old boy on this bitch <laughs> and i just fucking was wailing on dudes with these hammers and like they'd be shooting at me and i'd be like ting Lock that shit and then fucking chuck the hammer at him. It's great. So good. I'm having so much. Super fun. hot VR is too good for this world. Yeah, and I, as I told you uh, via text, if I ever become, for whatever reason, Elon Musk rich, yeah. I'm investing that entire fortune into the development of VR. Because you're, I, you're dressed like a Mark Zuckerberg type right now. Uh, well, you know what? They say dress for the man you want to be. and <laughs> You want to be Mark Zuckerberg? No, God, no. I Actual lizard person, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg? I want to continue being a human being, not whatever replicant was uh, replaced. Grant the Little San Andreas is such, was one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah. I, don't, I don't believe for a second that you've played San Andreas. Even if you have... Your face doesn't move like a human's. Like, yeah. you've had so much surgery done to that face that it barely moves anymore. I still love that clip, though. It actually, the best is Zuckerberg clip. Have you ever seen the Sweet Baby Ray's clip? No. Bro, it's like a live stream he was doing. I think it was like when Facebook first got live streaming. Mm -hmm. He did like a test stream or like a stream to be like, hey, look at what you can do with. And he's sitting in his backyard. He's like, we're smoking the meats. And he's like, and we're going to put the Sweet Baby Ray's on it. He says Sweet Baby Ray's maybe a hundred times. Like the barbecue sauce. Says it maybe a hundred times. And we're put we're applying the sweet baby rays to the ribs. And we're putting the sweet baby rays on the ribs. Secret sponsor. Probably, but also it's just the fact that like he doesn't nobody calls it sweet baby. Nobody's be like, oh man, uh, I need to put sweet baby rays on my they'd be like, oh, give me the barbecue sauce. <laughs> like a normal human being. I just like the idea that Mark Zuckerberg, fucking CEO of Facebook, needs a sponsor for his stream. <laughs> That's the craziest thing, too. If that is a secret sponsor, it's like, bro, you're the youngest billionaire in the world. It's true. Fuck off. That would be like that'd be like Jeff Bezos being like, this is my flight to space, sponsored by fucking sponsored know, Verizon. By yeah, right, or sponsored by Audible, one of his fucking companies. They paid him <laughs> to go to space. Yeah, dude, fuck space. It's all about VR. Like, no. If VR is great. If we get that to a point where it's not just a gimmick, and it's it, it's an actual, there's, we're getting to the point where like there's actual like games. Yeah, I heard the um, funny enough, I heard the Walking Dead game was actually really fucking. The Walking good. Dead game is pretty good. It's very satisfying stabbing. Mm -hmm. You know what else is a good game? Um, I think it's only on PC though. I don't think it's on the actual Quest itself. Is uh, Boneworks? You should check out Boneworks. Never heard of it. It's uh, it was made by um. This company, Stress Level Zero, they've done a bunch of different VR stuff, but the guy who runs it, he used to be one of the the Freddie Wong guys. He used to be with Freddie, Freddie Wong. Do you remember Freddie Wong from YouTube? No. He used to do a bunch of, like, Far Cry in real life shit. And, like, they used to, a lot of videos with guns. Okay. Dude's a, the guy who runs the company has a fucking fetish for guns, dude. Because the guns in this game are the most satisfying guns I've ever used. Mm -hmm. And VR is crazy. But you have, like, a full body. It's very physics-based. It's cool. It's like it's like Half-Life in VR, huh. but not Half-Life Alex. Yeah. It's more interactive than Half-Life Alex, too. You can literally, like, do anything. Like, I watched 
a video on um, on TikTok. It was so funny. It's like this woman walking in going, I think I married a psychopath. And he's playing Boneworks, and he's just bashing the dude's head into a wall <laughs> that he's fighting. It's really good. Yeah, VR really makes you, like... It's the only thing that's ever made me go, did video games really make us that violent? Like, <laughs> what, what has it done to us? You know what I would love? I almost wish it was a bigger thing than it was. Like a hardcore Henry VR game. Like, remember that movie? Yeah. Imagine that as a VR game. That'd be wild. Yeah, that, that it, like I feel like once they get the like, once we get to a point where they finally make a VR Far Cry, mm-hmm. we're done. Yeah, that's. I'm it. never leaving video. <laughs> I'm never leaving the virtual world. Or uh, honestly, that's gonna be the crazy thing with VR Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I'm. I'm so curious to see what the VR version of San Andreas will be like, and if it's good, whoop, I'll buy a Quest immediately. It's Quest exclusive, so I will buy a Quest immediately. Mm-hmm. I mostly want to get one right now to play RE4. I've heard RE4 is really good. Dude, there's so much I want to play. They're all fucking expensive, though. I've noticed that. Like, VR games are yeah, they fucking over, They're overpriced a little bit, but I think it's because development is it's more expensive it, than a regular it, game. Even the most basic game. And even that, it's it's more of a risk, right? Yeah. Like, you're, you're showing it to a smaller audience. Like, you don't know if yeah. it's going to work. I get it. Um... It just makes me go, Ugh, like, fuck, I gotta buy another game. It's gonna be, like, another 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. How much is uh, Beat Saber? That's, like, 25, right? Or is that 30? I think it's 30. Because I think, I think both Super Hot and Beat Saber are 30. I want to say Super Hot's 25. Maybe. Or maybe I, I got it on sale. I can't remember. But, yeah. I like my Rift S. Mm-hmm. I just want a Quest, though. Mainly because it's, like, I get the option of doing both. And also, I get the Quest exclusive games. Like, it seems like Facebook is very, or, sorry, meta. Is very much moving their focus towards uh, the quest. Yeah, and I, mean, I assume that's what's done the best for them. Uh, I mean, it's it's the best. Like, it's the most. This you see this in ev- literally every industry, mm-hmm. um, video games and outside. The most plug and play product is going to be the most successful. And that's the thing is, you technically don't even need a PC to fucking have a quest. Nope. So, literally, all you need is your phone to set up the account, and then you can go away. See, for me, though, as someone who wants the best of the best of VR, mm-hmm. it uh, does kind of bum me out. But also, I can't like just, I can't justify buying an Index. Yeah. $1,000 for that headset. I don't have the space or the money for that. Yeah. The space kills me. Like, if I, like, I want to play, like, a top-end VR in just an f- empty fucking warehouse. Yeah, dude. If I could buy a warehouse, like, if I had the money to buy a warehouse... That's all I would do all day. Dude, we got 700 meals in the city. I gotta, I, I'm sure I can buy one of them. Like, they're, right. <laughs> they're mostly empty anyway. Bro, I'd buy that. I'd buy one of those fucking treadmill things, and I'd just go to town. Dude. Like, that, that's my dream. Is like, I yeah. want, like, full motion, full body VR. I basically want Ready Player One to be a thing. Yeah. We were talking, me and my friend were kind of talking about this the other day. I think the only company who has the money right now to basically make Ready Player One a reality is epic. At least in video games. Yeah, in video games, I would agree. Because, like, and I really just thought about it because I was like, for years I've been like, they must have an astronomical amount of money from Fortnite. And I'm like, no, motherfucker, you're stupid. Like, you really should be thinking about the fact that they also have their own storefront and have their own fucking engine that everybody uses. Yeah, and every sports game, which makes a thousand fucking microtransactions for everything which makes them a shit ton of money. Epic doesn't make 
sports game. Yeah, they, they have the... No, it's EA. That's EA shit. Holy wow. Yeah. Can you tell I just worked an overnight? <laughs> um, but Fortnite, I mean, probably yeah. makes as much in microtransactions as... No, probably actually not, because I think like literally most of EA's business strategy now it's is just microtransactions. microtransactions. They you know what the like funny part is? $3 billion dollars a year just on FIFA. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Like, I, what's funny is I, I think Fortnite is probably close. It probably doesn't beat all of the sports games revenue combined. But it maybe beats like a couple NHL. Of, yeah, like it beats probably a couple of them combined. Like yeah. FIFA maybe not, because FIFA and fucking uh, NFL make a shit ton. Yeah, but it, it definitely probably beats NHL. NHL probably. I don't even think they have an NBA game. No. No, because who makes uh, 2K? That's 2K. Yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's right in, right in the fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they did have a basketball game for a while, and it was just really bad. Yeah. Oh, they do UFC, too. But I don't know what the monetization's like for UFC. I forgot they make a UFC game. They don't make it every year. That might be why you forgot. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the monetization is like for that. Like, you maybe can buy extra fighters. I don't know. Yeah, I don't... I've never played a sports game in my life, so I couldn't tell you. I... The only one I really play is baseball. And even then, I don't play it as much as I used to, like, when I was a kid. Like, I, I used to do, like, full seasons and shit when I was a kid. If it ain't Mario Baseball, I haven't played it. <sighs> yeah, I do like Mario Baseball. They should bring that back. I'd be all for it. Although the last couple of Mario sports games apparently haven't been that great. I was so excited for golf, and mm-hmm. then I heard it wasn't that great. And it will never go on sale, so I'll never have like that impulse buy opportunity in it's, my head. It's a fucking in- the the best you're gonna get at a Nintendo is like maybe you can buy it in a bundle and it'll save you seventy two cents. Right. Yeah. Because Nintendo's fucking insane. Maybe if they make a Switch Pro, they'll add it in there. Who knows? I think once they solve the "Quote unquote solve." Once the world solves the fucking shortage issue, I, I think th- I really think that's what killed any chance of a Switch Pro is that they d- there's the supply isn't there. But is the supply really there for just the basic one? Even still, like the chip shortage affects everything. That's, that's what I mean. Is that, like they can't afford to to make put out better a, chips. And yeah, to put out. They a don't want to be line. in the same situation as Xbox and PlayStation. PlayStation right yeah, now. they're they're having enough trouble keeping their normal. Sw- like the lights are fucking everywhere. Nobody seems to want the goddamn lights. Yo, I was using a light the other day. That feels so much more comfortable in the hand than it, a regular it's one. It's smaller. Like if you're someone who never uses a docked, like a light's a damn good decision. If if it could do both, I would buy a light mm-hmm. honestly, and I'd get rid of my regular switch. Cause I, but I just like having that option. Yeah, I mean, I never undock it, so for me, like, it wouldn't do me any good. Right. But, like, if you could do both, I would consider it because it is cheaper. It's cheaper, and it just I don't know. Like when I do use it as a handheld, the switch feels heavy as shit. And, it's like, clunky. It's not fun to hold. It's not. It hurts your hands after a while. Yeah. The 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 switch light feels good in the hand. It's a good size. And that's what I'm hoping that like the fact that like kind of has those ridges on it. I hope that the fucking the. Uh, the Steam Deck, Jesus Christ, couldn't think of the name of it. I hope that that feels better in the hand too, because that looks just as big as the Switch, but it also has a handle on the back, sort of thing, like mm-hmm. a handle grip kind of thing going on. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's any coincidence that like when they announced the new version of the Switch, they're like, "Oh, it's an uh, OLED version." Um, and so, what's different about it? Well, it's got a better screen and a new battery. Conveniently, mm-hmm. two parts that are not in shortage right now. And the ba- everything, everything else is the same. And the battery. Life isn't even that much better. No. Which is crazy. Yeah. So I think, you know, in 2027, when we've fixed this chip shortage and 
the supply lines from COVID finally get fixed and we're all back to normal again, hopefully, um, we might see a Switch Pro. At that point, they'll want to just make like a... a yeah, it'll two be Switch 2, basically. Or, um, or Super Switch or whatever they're going to call it. I don't know. I don't know, bro. It's a lot of things we I'm getting I'm getting fucked over by the shipping crisis right now. Would you like to hear about this? Yeah, absolutely. So, like, literally more than a week ago, last Sunday, I ordered uh, another resupply of my vape stuff because I was running low. Usually it takes about, like, you know... I know on the weekends they don't ship anything, so mm-hmm. I was expecting it to be a little bit delayed. But it shipped finally on Tuesday of last week. It was supposed to be here on Saturday. It's still not here yet. I have no clue where it is. It doesn't... The USPS does not give you any sort of indication on this shit. It's true. All it just says is now it's in transit, arriving late. What does that mean? Yeah. That means it could be here today. It could be here tomorrow. It could be here next fucking month, for all I know. Yep. You get it in 2022. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's absurdity. Like, they don't, they've given me no information on this. And the only way to get more detailed information is to pay the USPS, which I'm not going to do. It's not a principle. Like. Yeah. Because they're so bad. And, like, so now because there was, like, some law passed that, like, for stuff that you need to be over 21 for, there needs to be an adult signature on it, which is bullshit anyway, because my mailman usually just signs for it if I'm not home. Mm-hmm. Like, so I have to pay an adult signature fee, which makes the shipping, like, twice as much as it used to be. So I paid, like, $10 for shipping on this. And it's still not here yet, which is absurdity to me. And I almost want to email the company and be like, hey, what the fuck? But, like, I also know that there's, like, a weird shipping crisis and fucking shit's going to take a while now. Yep. But it, And it's also December. Yeah. But, like, still. Dude, it's uh, there's so many fucking shortages and problems. Like, we have the shipping problem. We have the chip shortage. We have the paper shortage. We have the uh, coin shortage. The coin shortage, dude. That fucking coin shortage has been going on so long. I forgot it was a thing until I saw a sign the other day in a fucking. Um, I think it was in Newberry of all places. I saw they still had a sign up that's like, due to the coin shortage, we'd really appreciate it if you paid in debit or uh, credit. Why are we in Newberry? I go in there like uh, once every two weeks, three weeks. Oh, Newberry Comics. I thought you were in Newberry, Massachusetts. No, no. You think I would drive all the way to fucking Newberry, Massachusetts? Well, that's why I didn't know why you were in Newberry. <laughs> that's what I was confused about. I was like, what the fuck reason did Brad have to drive all the way to Newberry? No, Newberry Comics, man. Yeah. Isn't Although, I'm running out of fucking shelf space, so I got I to yeah. figure something out. I have to clear off that shelf of a bunch of DVDs and shit, so I might get into like reading comic books again. Dude, reading manga is such a can't do that. Really? Why not? I can't read left, uh, right to left. You, uh, you adapt pretty quick. It like, fucks with me. Like, it really does. I'll be honest. It took me a minute to get used to, but you adapt. I want to read Akira, but like, I just I can't. Dude, some of the uh, some of the versions of Akira are really fucking nice. Like oh, I don't the hardcover ones. Yeah, like I, I yeah. was I just saw it. Uh, when did I go? Fucking you know what's Sunday? Good, you know what's a good store to go to, too? Mm. If uh, if you're looking for, like, comics and stuff? There's a store in the Dartmouth Mall called uh, the Toy Vault. I walked by it, and I didn't g- They, they sell, inside. like, old toys and shit, too, in there. But they have, like, a huge wall of, like, comics and, like, collected, like, storylines and stuff like that. It's very nice. Nice. Yeah. Have also, they have cool old toys. If you want to look at cool old Star Wars toys, mm-hmm. that's the place to go. Okay. Yeah. I'm always... I'm all up And uh, just an absurd amount of Funko Pops. Dude, I saw that as I walked by. They had a fucking wall. Uh, an entire wall of Funko yeah. Pops. Like, 
Like that's I know some people are into Funkos, but holy shit, bro! People are insane about those things, and I don't get it. Nah, they they look too similar to each other. Like the only thing that literally is like you can tell the difference between one Funko and another is just the features of it, <laughs> and I think that that's stupid. Yeah, they've never been my thing. Um, I've always I have a couple of figures. Mm. Um, they're not Funkos, but um, and I like them. I just don't have fucking room. Mm. Like I would love to have more. Um, but I don't have the fucking room for them. I think the only figure I have, it might be in that little nook over there. I bought the collector's edition of Max Payne 3. <laughs> of course you did. And it has a statue of Max Payne in it, which is pretty dope. We're, uh, we're big statue fans in my house. Like, I bought my father a statue of Arthas from World of Warcraft. Um, for, I think it was Christmas last year. It was like a collector's edition. It's like this fucking big. Like, it's, mm. a, it's a good size statue. My brother got me... Uh, a Rathalos and a Nerkiante from Monster Hunter. So I have those guys sitting on my bookshelf, and they look fucking awesome. Like, who doesn't want a dragon just sitting on their bookshelf? Before it came out, it was kind of a disaster. I was low-key thinking about buying <laughs> the collector's edition of uh, Cyberpunk for the cool statue. For the statue, yeah. Because it's a cool statue. Yeah. But, man, that would have been really embarrassing. <laughs> own, in retrospect. It would have had egg on my face. Yeah, I would have. I really would have. I almost actually thought about buying it again, too, because, like, they went, like, super discounted after the game came out, mm. obviously. I mean, at that point, I'm like, I'm just buying the statue. I don't give a shit about the rest of it. Yeah, no, I could give a fuck about a steelbook. <laughs> I just want the statue. Yeah, I, I've never gotten into steelbooks. Like, I, I I know some people, like, like do Blu-rays for steelbooks and stuff, but, like, that's never been my thing. Mostly because I don't fucking I've been, watch. I've been mostly, like, I've been thinking about buying Criterion ones lately. Really? Yeah, because there's a criterion of uncut gems I want to get. That looks really nice. I'm of the opinion that everybody should have at least one collection. doesn't matter what it is, but you should collect something. I don't know what my collection... Well, I think my thing is vinyls. I like having oh, my right. vinyl record. You do collection. do vinyls, don't yeah. you? Yeah. I want to get Bo Burnham's inside on vinyl. It's coming out in a couple of weeks. Really? Yeah, but all the pre-orders sold out, so I don't know how difficult that's going to be to get. You never know in this world anymore how difficult things are going to be to get. I would have assumed Xboxes would be on shelves by now. The only one I ever see on a shelf is a Series S. Yep. I almost thought about buying a Series S the other day. It's because they made 7 million of them, and as popular as they are, they're not that popular. They're not <laughs> as popular as the X. I almost bought an S. I was like, I was like, it's 300 bucks. I could just leave it at Molly's house and play Halo when I'm there. True. I almost did it. She has a BG's membership now, so they had it there. Mm. I was like, ooh. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, the fucking, we're, we're feeling it from... From COVID, like mm. the 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 world is hurting industry wise. My buddy sells cars. He's like, people are paying literal like asking price for it, dude. Because they like, because you can't talk them down. They're like, there's no cars. Yeah, it's like, okay, you don't want to buy it, then you can leave. He's I'll making w- a dumb amount of commission. He just bought a house. Yeah. I believe it. And always, and he was out of work for like half the year last year, or more probably actually, yeah. probably like three quarters of the year. Dealers have literally no reason to to talk down. No. Like, if you don't want to buy it, you can leave, and I'll wait 10 minutes, somebody will walk in and buy it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how he explained it to me, which is kind of shitty. But at the same time, it's just the reality of how things are. It's supply and demand. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it, what sucks is that cars are probably going to be one of the fewer things that takes a while to come back because they're hurting from the chip shortage more than almost anything else because there's a lot of fucking ships in those things. That's true. There are. Are chips really the thing that's holding everything back? Yeah, I mean, how does Apple get away with it then? Microchips and trans- or, uh, semiconductors, yeah. How does Apple get away with it then? Um, because they're they just launched like new laptops, new iPads, 
new phones, and there wasn't like a weird staggered release like there was last year, which mm-hmm. made sense because of like, I feel like they all came out pretty much like all at once. At least the phones did, and everything else has come out on their set dates. Yeah, new watches. Like, how the fuck do they get away with it? Is it because they, ma- is it because they make the chip? No, I don't think they do. Uh, the problem well, is that I mean they don't probably don't manufacture it, but it's their own like designed chip. There's only like a couple places in the world that make this. Like up until recently, there was like one factory hmm. in the world that is made it Foxconn. <laughs> I think it was Foxconn. Um, Foxconn's the one that has the net for people to try to kill themselves. <laughs> uh, yes, the, the, them and them and a few others. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know how Apple hasn't been hasn't been struck. I wonder if like their surges in demand are not as high, so they're able to to deal with uh, product shortages. Because like when an Apple product comes I out, I feel like phones are really high in demand. Phones are definitely high in demand, but um, as far as everything else goes, I think they can get away with not having as much. And they're like, okay, we can kind of go like we we don't see a huge when fucking uh, a new MacBook Pro comes out. Nobody's gonna, nobody's like. I'm well, not. Other than maybe like someone who's like a fucking diehard Apple fan, they're not itching to drop two grand yeah. right away. You know what I mean? So like phones are a little different because it's like the one super expensive item that everybody allows themselves. Because it's something they use every day. It's it's the same sort of thing with like a mattress. Yeah. Speaking of mattresses, folks, today we're sponsored by Purple Mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? If I just went into that, didn't even tell you. Like, yeah, we got a sponsor. This yeah. yeah. I was like, oh shit, I would. <laughs> heads up would have been nice. I could have done the Adderall. Promo code pub. Yeah, check out. <laughs> no. um, people allow themselves to spend a lot of money on a mattress because they use it every day. Yeah. The way I was always taught was if it keeps you off the ground, you spend money on it. Shoes, tires, mattress. Yeah, shoes. I guess I'm that way too. But I'm not like one of these like $200 Jordan guys. No, I don't like. I don't care necessarily about like brand or like style. I, it's more like I usually do because I usually stick with like the same. Like once I find a brand that I like, I stick with. Like I, dude, I've been wearing these fucking slip. These are like 20 buck slip-ons that I wear. Are those not Vans? Fuck no, dude. Are you kidding me? Oh my Vans. god, I thought those were Vans. These dude. are not Vans. Absolutely not. They look like Vans. Yeah, and they were cheap as fuck. Yeah, usually I like stick with Vans or Sperry's. Mm-hmm. Like my slip-on shoes that I have, those are Sperry's. I like those. They're comfy. I think the problem is that I don't go anywhere where I can wear normal shoes. Like I go to work, which I wear work shoes because they're going to get fucking ruined. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I'm go- running out for like an errand real quick or I'm coming out to record a show with you, I'm like, I'll just throw my fucking slip-ons and go. Like I'm not... Oh, I, I pretty much daily drive my slip-ons, except for at work. I, I have, like, Under Armour running shoes that I wear to work. Oh, I have to fucking buy dress shoes again. Why? Are you going to a wedding? No, I have to I have to present to a client tomorrow. Um, and so I have to dress up. What size shoe are you? I'm size 10. Not, well, it depends on the brand, but somewhere between 9.5 and, and 10.5, depending on... I have a pair of dress shoes you can borrow if you don't want to buy one. If you can try... I have 12. I have size 12, though, so I don't know. I mean... It's going to be a little too big. But they're dress shoes, so they might run a little smaller. Not that small. Not that small, but I mean, you could... Nah, I already bought them. Oh, okay. Like, Because that's what I spent the last two days doing is running out of errands because I fucking... I was like, I, I, since I've lost weight, I haven't bought new dress clothes, so I don't mm. have a ton of them. I think I had one pair of pants or whatever. So I ran out to fucking a bunch of stores. I ran out to, you know, Marshalls. No. Try to get a cheap one. Uh, went to fucking men's warehouse. Got. Did you like the way you looked? Uh, they yeah. guarantee it, Brad. Well... He thought I was a drug dealer, so he wasn't in the. Well, yeah, because you dress like this usually. Le- legit, I was with I was with Alexia, um, and the plan was we get I'm out. Sure of you had a wad of cash on you. 
<laughs> we we got out of we got out of class. The plan was because uh, she had she had work afterwards, mm. so she's gonna finish up work, and then we were both gonna head down to Dartmouth. Um, so I could pick up because I, I bought a vest. I was like, I'm gonna wear a vest. I haven't worn a vest in a long time. Um, so yeah, so I, I bought a vest and a couple other things. Um, and she had to pick up something. She had to do an exchange at like Old Navy or whatever. So we were in the same area. It's like whatever. I'll swing by. I'll pick you up. We'll head down there. Um, change of plans. She ended up having to, to work right at once. So she's like, well, let's just go right after class. I'm like, I really don't want to walk into a men's warehouse looking like this. <laughs> and I don't think she entirely understood why I said that because she'd never been inside one. I'm like, they have kind of a reputation of being a little snooty. And like, and when we walk in, you're gonna see. And legit, he eyed me like I had just walked in and just f- made his store filthy. He's like, who is this filthy peasant who walked into my store <laughs> in s- fucking sweatpants and a sweatshirt? And legit, I didn't, I didn't say anything because I just, like, the vests are, like, right there as soon as you walk in. So I walk in, turn to the left, and I start looking. I hear a voice behind me. goes, can I, uh, can I help you? I turn around, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm just looking for some suit separates, the vests in particular. Goes well, uh, yeah, they're um, they're right there. If you need help with a sizing, maybe I can help you. I'm like, no, I'm I'm good, thank you. And I could feel his eyes fucking digging into the back of my head. He, was, he was waiting for you to take that vest, and like just walk out. Legit. So I I I got the vest. Uh, I went over to like the clearance section. I picked out a, a shirt or two. Um, I picked out a pair of pants, and I I, I tried to find him again. And I was like, can I go and try the shirt or the, the dress pants on is that cool and he's like uh yeah just go right on in and i i could feel him fucking staring at me as i walked to the dressing room and as i'm in there getting changed i get a text from alexia and she's like he's fucking staring at me hurry up so we can leave <laughs> this dude was the most unwelcoming asshole i've ever met in retail and it's because i was dressed like a fucking drug dealer mm. yeah and as I walked out, uh, I turned to her and I said, well, congratulations for the first time in your life. You've been mistaken for a drug dealer's girlfriend. <laughs> I do love when I wear sweatpants and that bomber jacket that's behind you because I do straight up look like a Russian drug dealer. Yeah. Like, I look like I should have a Bluetooth earpiece in and, like, I should be like, how you doing, baby? You want to get uh, fucked up? You know, it's the problem like with... see. This is one of the issues that, that men face that women don't necessarily... Because they fucking free reign to wear pajamas wherever they want. No, they, they don't. <laughs> I, I mean, judge people with hard. Gender, like, I, I not even a factor. I was talking leggings. Leggings are like... Leggings are, are in a weird nebulous gray area. That's the thing. Men don't have that. I feel like maybe you can attest to this. Growing up, if you went out and you were wearing sweatpants, you were, you were called a bum. And you like it's it. so funny because when I was a kid, I would wear nothing but sweatpants. Like yeah. it, it was, it wasn't until I got to middle school that I was finally like, yeah, I'll wear jeans. That was the thing is like when you got to like the middle school age where like you were starting to quote unquote grow up a little bit. Yeah, and you start to like girls, and you wanted girls to like you. Yeah, you had you had to wear like jeans, and you had to be like, you know, which in hindsight is like, of course, you can't wear sweatpants everywhere. Right. Um. But I feel like that's a distinctly guy thing where, like, if you go out wearing comfortable clothing, like sweatpants or a sweatshirt or whatever, um, li- looking like this, you immediately put off the image of, like, oh, this guy's a fucking bum. It's well, so funny, dude. Do you not have a job there, buddy? You doing okay? It's so funny, dude, because, like, if I have a day off, like, this is what I'm wearing 90% of the time. It's 100%. Just, it's just sweatpants and a t-shirt. Yeah. And, like, if I go out to, like, a place that's nearby, I just wear this. If I'm going anywhere outside of a five-mile radius... Probably less, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think maybe like once you get to where the grocery store is, like once that line hits, I go, well, no, I need to be wearing adult clothes. Yeah. 
No. That's the thing, is that, like, and since I've started working overnights, I don't give a shit. Because, mm. like, I'll get out, I'll go home, I'll sleep for an hour or two, it'll be 10 o'clock, and I'm like, fuck, I gotta go run errands. And so I'll throw on sweatpants and a sweatshirt, and I'll go out, and I'm like, listen, motherfucker, I just worked from 10 to 7. I'm tired, I don't give a shit what I'm wearing. Right. You can look at me and think I'm a bum or a drug dealer all day, but I'm buying your goddamn vest. Speaking of drug dealers. Okay, weird segue, but... Spider-Man beats them up a lot. I knew we were getting there somehow. I was waiting to see how you were going to shoehorn it in. I bought tickets, Brad. You did. You did buy tickets. I'm ready. Jacob, we have... Yeah. A little bit more than a week. I was going to say, we have... I was going to say we don't have another show before then, but we do. We have one. We have one. One show before. Which is the final time. But the main thing, Spider-Man adjacent, that I want to talk about. Okay. Have you been watching Hawkeye? I have not. I was planning on watching it today, actually. Oh, Bradley. Okay. They're teasing something. Oh. Something exciting. Really? Do you care if I tell you? Have you met me? No, I don't give a shit. Spoilers <laughs> for Hawkeye, people. If you give a shit, get the fuck out. <laughs> so there's a character, the seemingly the villain they're setting up. So they're fighting the tracksuit mafia. It's very, like, ground level. It feels very Netflixy. Okay. Except it's a little more MCU jokey. Mm-hmm. They're fighting the tracksuit mafia. The person who seemingly is leading the tracksuit mafia right now is this character Echo from the comics. I believe her name is Echo. Mm-hmm. In the comics, she's the adoptive daughter of somebody. And they keep making these lines of like, she's not the real boss, there's someone else above her, blah, blah, blah. There's a scene. And I meant to grab this scene so I could show you, but I couldn't, I didn't remember if they me honest with you. There's a scene where her dad in a flashback says, like, oh, uncle's going to come pick you up. She's, like, in a karate class. And all of a sudden, this big fat man in a black suit comes in, big hand, pinches her little chubby little girl cheek, and laughs. And Brad, if I'm lying, I'm dying. That's Vincent D'Onofrio's laugh, my friend. Dude. He's, I think, going to be in Hawkeye. Whether it's in an actual episode or an after credits, he's going to be in Hawkeye. She's the adopted daughter of Kingpin in the comics. Fuck yes. Kevin Feige said this week, too. Whenever you see Daredevil again, he's not confirming when. It's going to be Charlie Cox. Baby, we're back in business. Dude, we get to see fucking Charlie Cox as Daredevil with, potentially with Tom Holland, Spider-Man at some point. Um, Because those two always... Potentially next week. Yeah. Because those two always got along in the comics. Yes. And Kingpin... And fucking Could you imagine if the next Spider-Man movie is Kingpin? Yeah, and not even just like any Kingpin. This is D'Onofrio's Kingpin, which is fucking great. They should make him look huge. <laughs> they should make him look like he did in the PS4 game or in Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse one. Speaking of which, you see the trailer for that? I did. That looks so good. I got a little confused because he's fucking aged up. Um, but it seemingly seems like it's the end of the last movie. Yeah. He's listening to the same song. He's doing the exact same... Like, he's laying in bed listening to the same song. Like, it's the exact same scene. Um... But he's clearly bigger. Yeah, he's a part it, one though. Yeah, could you do, believe that? They're doing a couple of these. Well, they're doing like part one. And, uh, seemingly, I mean, usually when they do part one, it's usually part one and part two. But like, for a cartoon, that's I think a first. I think so. Whatever, but dude. Like, do I'm, whatever you want. I'm down to that it. last movie. That's my favorite Spider-Man movie. It was real fucking good. I also rewatched Spider-Man one recently. Ooh, I haven't done that in a while. How's it hold up? Pretty good. It's you know there's. Obviously, some wonky stuff, and it. it's an early 2000s superhero movie. Is 
it's not Spider-Man One where he's uh, MJ and him are swinging through and he she's clutching a mannequin. Is it? Yes, it is. Is it? I I couldn't remember it that is. if it's that right was one or two. Or at the the peace day thing. Or one of my favorite scenes in any fucking Spider-Man movie. She's just she's so clutching this mannequin. Clutching a mannequin. Um, I did laugh out loud. I kept making jokes the whole time because I was watching it with Molly. She's seen it before, but like I was just like I haven't watched these movies in a long time. Probably I think the last time I watched it was, I think I watched like, the McGuire trilogy and the Garfield ones before Far From Home came out. Mm-hmm. Just because I was in the Spider-Man mood. I think it was right after the PS4 game came out actually, which was the same year. So that makes sense. I don't hate the Amazing Spider-Man movies as much as everybody else does. I hate does. two. Two is rough. I don't like two one very much. One is okay, but it's just like kind of the same thing as the first one, just my a uh, different green bad guy. <laughs> we got the other green one. Yeah. Um but like it's not terrible. The first amazing movie. The second one is god awful. Yeah. I I I just I'm super excited for Spider-Man. I, I think this movie's going to be great, and even if it's not, I don't give a shit, I'm going to like it anyway. Right, because it's Spider-Man. It's three Spider-Men in one movie, and you literally can't make a better... We still don't know, though. It's, <laughs> Come on. I keep saying that, but... Uh, so, actually, before before I get to the big question I want to ask you, because mm-hmm. I've been asking everybody this question, but I want to just say the really funny joke that I made when I was watching <laughs> Spider-Man 1 that really cracked me up. Okay. You know the scene when he is standing in front of the mirror... And he's like got the abs now, and he's like talking to Aunt May, and he like he looks down and he goes, "I feel great," mm-hmm. but like you only see him from like this up, like from his like mid section up. Yep. And he's just looking down. And he goes, "I feel great." I was like, "How funny would it be if it just cut and his dick had like eight dicks sticking out of it because he's a spider?" <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I was just cracking myself up laughing at that. I was like, "It'd be so funny. He wouldn't even know what to do." <laughs> It's kind of like a cat's dick where it has spikes in it, but it's just little dicks. That's a horrifying image. Well, I mean, where do you think he gets the natural webbing from? <laughs> Am I right? It's so weird that he that he's the only one with natural webbing. Like, it's just like... Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I know. It's kind of gross. Also, when I was a kid, I never thought about it because everyone who was older than me just seemed old. Everybody in that high school was like minimum age 30. Yeah. <laughs> like It's an old ass high school. It's insanity. It's insanity. Flash Thompson in that movie is Joe Manganiello. That dude. That <laughs> like, no. You're not in high school, buddy. Even back then. Even back then. Well, I don't think I really thought about it back then. Because I was like, I was a kid. I was like four or five. No, even take off ten years off. Or how, how old is that movie? The movie's like, what, 20 years old now? It's 20 Almost? years old next year. Yeah, even take 20 years off Mr. Manganiello. How he, old is Joe Manganiello? What's that Siri? He, he's got to be in his mid-40s. Good-looking mid-40s. Damn straight. How old is Joe Manganiello? 44. Boom. Brad, look at you. Goddamn, real good-looking mid-40s. Absolutely. You see that guy with no shirt on? Dude. Good-looking mid-40s. You ever watch Magic Mike? I have not. Those movies are way better than they have any right to be. Goddamn Joe Manganiello in those movies. Yeah, because it had him and it had the... um, It had him and it had Tatum. Dude from Suits. Yeah, Matt Bomer. Yeah. No, Matt Bomer's not on Suits. He's on White Collar. Oh, White Collar. Sorry, not Suits. We're big fans of the USA Network drama lineup. <laughs> I, I actually that? am. <laughs> I, I, I will admit, as much as I make fun of the USA drama lineup and, and most shows that come out of USA besides, like, Mr. Robot, mm-hmm. I've watched so many of those shows. <laughs> like, I've seen so many episodes of Burn Notice. Dude, I fucking love Burn Notice. I not just because of Bruce Campbell. Oh, Bruce Campbell's so good in Burn Notice, though. 
You think he's gonna, is he going to be in the Spider-Man? He's been in every... He's got to be. Well, I don't know. It's not Raimi directly. I know, but... but Maguire's in it. So I feel See, I've always said it would be really cool if they introduce um, Tobey Maguire with the scene they wanted to do for Spider-Man 4 when they were going to do it. There was, like, storyboards that leaked, mm. which was that it was going to be revealed that it was like, going to be, like, the opening, and it was going to be, like, his sort of, like, job or enemy that he defeats in the beginning. And it was going to be revealed that Bruce Campbell was Mysterio the whole time. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. And that, I think that would be great if that's how they introduce him in this movie, yeah. and that's when he gets sucked through the portal. Is or that, something like that that's why he gets sucked over because it sucked the villains too, and it, that's that's the world's Mysterio. Yeah, no, 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 because Jake Gyllenhaal is this world's Mysterio. Well, yeah, but he's not. Um, but he, Mysterio is not seemingly in this. I don't yeah, know who. I, the, we have enough villains. We man. don't know who the sixth villain is going to be though. They have five already. Who's the sixth? Yeah, who do we have? We have Vulture, Doc Ock, Sandman. Have you seen Venom two? No, no. After credit scene in that. Venom gets sucked into the MCU. Okay, so we got Venom. But is Venom going to be a villain, or is he going to be... He's always a villain in the first shot. Yeah, but he, like, very is clearly heroic in his movies. Yeah, I wonder if... I wonder if Holland's going to do something to set him off, so we're going to get a temporary villain? Because I feel like, as they are right now, they have no reason to be enemies. See, but I wonder if it's... I wonder if they're going to turn Doc Ock in this one back to a good guy. Maybe. Maybe because like the timeline from when he got ripped, he st- he he. I think it's from an Alfred Molina interview. It's like right when he's in the water. Yeah, so like he he had his turn. Like, why is he evil again though? Yeah, I don't know. I think going through the dimensions fucked up the little brain thing again. The, yeah, the little chip. And that's why he's crazy. Maybe, dude. That scene in Spider-Man Two when he's in, in the hospital scene that is so good. It looks so. The effects still. Honestly, the effects in the first Spider-Man hold up way better than I was expecting. Yeah, better than you think. Yeah, like. And also Willem Dafoe. Dude. It, literally all they had to do is paint that man's face green, and he would have <laughs> been the Green Goblin. Like, he has a, such an expressive face, but... Such a good actor. Just the dumbass lines he has in that movie where he's like, we're not so different, you and I, Spider-Man. That's what I love, is you got a, an actor on the caliber of Willem or Dafoe, and you got him to say that. <laughs> yeah. Or being... You know what is so nuts? Is you know the scene where he busts into the bugle and he's like... Uh, it's like, who takes the pictures of Spider-Man? And if like when they show the cover of the con- of the Daily Bugle, it says at the bottom, photo by Peter Parker. I've never <laughs> noticed that in the 20 years that I've watched this movie. And neither did he. Neither did he, apparently. Um, anyway, my big question I want to ask you about this new Spider-Man movie. Yep. Which scenario do you think is worse? Throw out two scenarios to you. Garfield and Maguire are in the movie, but they're only in it for, like, the last 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, 15, 20 minutes. Like, the, f- the final climax sort of thing. Which I think is probably what it's going to be, but I hope it's just longer than I'm expecting. It's a three-hour movie. They got time. Or they're not in it at all. What do you think is w- a worse scenario? I would say... Because they're both bad. Yeah, they're both bad. They're bo- I would say not being in it at all would be worse. Um... I would rather at least get to see a little bit of interaction between our Spider-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, because if there's one thing Holland Spider-Man has not had yet, he's not had a chance to be his own Spider-Man. In every movie he's in, he's either looking up to Tony, in the shadow of Tony. Um, he's, you know, he's not been a, had a chance to be Spider-Man, dealing with any Spider-Man problems. Like This movie is the first time we have a traditional Spider-Man problem where his identity has been found out. We ha- he hasn't had to deal with rent. His home life is good. He is happy as a surrogate father. Like, he doesn't have any of the traditional Spider-Man problems. So I would like to see Maguire and... 
Garfield. Garfield. I was blanking on his name. Just remember, um, hates Mondays, loves lasagna. That's true. I would like to see those two sort of impart some Spider-Man wisdom on him so that he can, like, in his next movies, because they're doing a, a couple more, right? They're doing three I think more. they announced that, like, they're going to make more. Like, so in his next three, he can stand on his own and be his own Spider-Man and deal with Spider-Man problems. Um, and I feel like it would be such a wasted opportunity if you didn't give those guys a chance to, to hang out. I almost would like if... Not that this would ever happen. Because number one, I've heard he's an asshole. And number two, <laughs> there'd just be so much money. I almost wish Maguire would stick around and just be like a, a father figure or like mentor to him. Like Grizzled Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty cool, I think. Is, is that, the, is that the, the, the rumors going around that he's an asshole? Oh, no, that's not rumors. That's facts. Really? He's a fucking dick. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I hadn't heard that. Which is a shame because Garfield seems like such a nice guy. Like I, I like I don't say what you will about a Spider Man. He seems to have really loved the character. Oh yeah, no, I mean he. I think he, much like us, grew up with those movies and, lo- and every kid loves Spider Man. But yeah. like he grew up with those movies, he loved that. It's probably a dream come true to be in those movies. One hundred percent. Seemed like all the pieces were in place. The director's last name was Webb. Like we <laughs> seemed like we had it going. <laughs> we were on top of the world. And they flew a little too close to the sun. It's truly an Icarus situation. And I feel like every Spider-Man 3, and well, I guess technically he only got to 2, but every later Spider-Man movie that we've had for each version always has the same problem. Too Too many. many villains. So I'm really curious to see how this one holds up. But we never had the Hat Man in charge. True. Kevin Feige. So, see what I don't get is that like the symptom of too many villains has always been because they didn't trust these movies enough to be like, well, we can't make a bunch of these movies because they're not like we can't. This was like prior, like especially mm. the first Spider-Man. No, um, with Raimi's, it was like we I can't make seven of these movies. They're not gonna do so well. I don't even want to make seven of mm. them. So we're gonna stick a bunch of his villains in one so we at least get to see them. Well, I think it was also studio mandated at least on like certain things. Like I think he originally wanted to do for three. He wanted to do the Harry Osborne stuff as, like, the, the new Goblin, and yep. then he wanted to do Vulture and sort of start setting up Sinister... And, or he may have wanted to just do Vulture and Sandman start setting up Sinister Six. Six. yeah. But the studio wanted Venom. Yep. So then Vulture got taken out, got replaced with Venom. He didn't want to do Venom at all in that movie. Yeah, because so Venom's kind of So that's why own. Venom's a fucking goofball. I assume that's why he cast Topher Grace, just to really fuck it over. <laughs> just to really put the middle finger up. Yeah. Um, and the same thing with Amazing Spider-Man too. Like they, there was not. I don't think there was well, faith. They were trying to set up their own cinematic universe that was going to go against Marvel. And I feel like Marvel. Remember the villain basement in Oscorp, with every single thing. Like there was vulture wings and octopus arms yep. and. Yep, I remember that. The lizard was in a cage down there or something. I don't even know. There yeah. was the glider even. Yeah, you got the, the goblin glider. Yeah. He had a disease that made him into a goblin, for Christ's sake. Like, fuck off already with this shit. But, like, you'd think if there's any Spider-Man that's immune to that problem, it would be Tom Holland's Spider-Man, because this is the fucking MCU. They will make nine Spider-Man movies. They yeah. don't give a shit. So it, he's it, also part of, I guess, a bigger universe. So, like, it's like... he He's been to space. Yeah. Like, it's a little confusing to me that they would stuff so many villains in this, when it doesn't seem necessary. This just... Feels like a greatest hits, if you will. A little bit. 
Like this, this feel. I I hope. Like it feels like honestly, they probably maybe started off with like the idea of doing like a Spider Verse thing, but then they were like, well, it needs to be bigger because we need to have a reason to bring in Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield because like, if it's just Doc Ock and one other villain, like who really like he, Tom Holland can handle that himself. Like we can't have one villain per Spider Man. We got to ramp it up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So and and you know everyone love you know everyone loves now in retrospect to be like Spider Man Three is a great movie. I mean I'm even guilty of it. I think Spider Man Three is not as bad as I remember it being. It's a it's a good bad movie. It's uh, there's parts that are really bad, but there's also parts that are really good, like Sandman. Mm-hmm. So obviously bring back Sandman. Everyone seems to fucking like these new Venom movies. Bring in Venom. See, this is going to be weird because this is the only Venom we've had that has no attachment to Parker. Right? Because the whole reason that he's... I'm sorry. I just had. A, I just remembered my... <laughs> God, please. Please just kill Peter Parker when he's praying to God. <laughs> asking him to murder Peter Parker. I'm sorry. That just flashed in my head when you were like, he has no attachment to Parker. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I just defended Spider-Man 3. And I remember. Honestly, I've always said for years, Spider-Man 3 could have really like saved itself if when he turns into Venom was just the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. That scene where like Venom like lurches at the camera, if that was just the end of that movie. Like, you know, have him fight Sandman and do all and Harry and do all of his shit, right? But then when he takes off the black suit at the end of the movie turns into Venom. Spider-Man 4, we've now have Venom. Ed, just set up Eddie Brock as yeah. like a character. I think I think probably best, but like that's typically... Pay me, Hollywood. Please. <laughs> so what do they do with him? Because there's no draw. Like, that's always been Venom's See, I thing. I don't even know how... I don't know how much he's going to be involved in this. It just, like, it, I really don't know if he's just going to be an after-credits scene or whatever. Kevin Feige called Tom Hardy's version of Venom iconic the other day, and I was like, what? I mean, maybe iconic for the 90s Venom. Little, little, uh... There is literally several scenes in the second one where he calls himself the lethal protector. If, if we weren't, like, at, like, an hour and six minutes right now, I would tell you about Venom 2, <laughs> but that might be need to be saved for next week because Venom 2 is... A bizarre move. I mean, next week's going to be the pre-Spider-Man show, so like. So it's perfect. Then. Yeah, we'll talk about Venom too, and we'll talk about more Spider-Man stuff. I didn't even get to tell you about my Rockstar addiction that I had yesterday. You know, Rockstar energy drinks. Yes. I, I for a minute there, so, I was like, does he mean the company or the drink? Because it so, could be either with him. So we started to get. Uh, we got a thing this week uh, for employees. It was like get two free Rockstar energy drinks. Okay. So I was like, I'll just get two and drink one in the morning because I was doing the low dish, right? So I was like, I'll drink one in the morning, drink one in the afternoon, kind of get me through my day. My back was hurting me. I fell on Sunday. Ouch. So I was like, I need this. A little pick me up. Then my friend pointed out Master Chief was on the can. I went, oh, motherfucker. This is double XP code time. I need okay. the tab, double XP codes. Nobody else in my department drinks any drinks. I went, you motherfuckers, I will pay for it. Give me your phone numbers. I'm going to get this shit. I bought like seven cans drank five of them yesterday and you trying to die <laughs> oh my god i felt like my heart was gonna explode yeah. on my chest dude like yeah. i literally i've never had harper in that bad since i stopped drinking white claws like every weekend and oh my god but i got all the codes i can of course so i got the i got the skins for the guns and the warthog and i got all my i have 10 challenge swaps right now i feel like a king I'm about to go to Chipotle to get 10 more, because you can get 10 more at Chipotle. 
if you buy something on the app and use promo code Halo. Really? Yeah. We have a Chipotle like actually near us now. Is it open? I don't know if it's open yet. I, I saw the, I saw them yet. building it, but I know there's one in Dartmouth. Yeah. But yeah. So I mean, if it's open, I'm about to be like, let's go to lunch bread, get some fucking Chipotle, <laughs> get a fucking burrito bowl and some challenge swaps. I haven't had an energy drink in like ten years. Oh, bro, I can't remember the last time. I, I think the last time I had an energy drink was I got a Monster Energy drink when I was playing Need for Speed 2014 or whatever the fuck. Mm. 2013? When the fuck did that game come out? You know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? When they did the reboot. And th- in every cutscene, they were drinking Monster Energy drinks. And I went, fuck, I haven't had one of these in a long time. I want to have one. Marketing works, baby. <laughs> it does. I'm very susceptible to marketing, honestly. It's the, it's the benefit of being a marketing major. Bro, I woke up on Monday and went, oh, it's Spider Monday, everybody. We got to buy tickets. I'm very susceptible to marketing, folks. The last monster I had was those that weird white canned one with like the, the, the zero te- sugar one, the texture design on it. That's um, for boomers, dude. That was that was new when I drank it. So like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, That's it's been a long time. Ago. Been a long time since I had a a monster. I like monster. Monster, I think, is the only one I still like. I like the special Red Bull. F- Actually, I've had Red Bulls because I've tried usually when they have the special flavors. Ever since I stopped uh, drinking it in excess and being an alcoholic, I haven't drank energy drinks because that was like the only reason I drank them was yeah, Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs, and if we used Monster, we called them. Uh, they were basically ghetto Jaeger bombs. We called them Jaeger missiles. Oh no no no! If you use Monster, call them just Jaegers because then it's like Pacific Rim. Oh, there we go. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, I'm I'm into that. Yeah, folks, and that's what you get on this drinking podcast. You get new names for drinks. Too bad Jaeger sucks. Oh, I like a Jaeger bomb though. I like. I got to admit it. I love a Jaeger bomb. It tastes like candy. Dude, Jaeger bombs are one thing. Jaeger tastes. Oh yeah, no, I'll never drink Jaeger. I barely drink any hard alcohol straight. You think I'm gonna drink Jaegermeister straight? Come on, bro. Use your goddamn head. Jacob, where you let these fine people go? We've had them for like an hour ten. Folks, just remember, energy drinks will make your heart explode. I don't know. You got a sign-off thing you want to say? Please drink responsibly.